Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right. We are still the new definition of color commentary, and I am still your host, Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fighting for freedom, free speech, and freedom of thought. We just don't do groupthink here. If you'd like to uh, get in touch with us, you can send us an email at inblackandright at gmail.com. Just simply spell out in black and right, or you can go to our website inblackandright.net. We have made some changes and some upgrades. Uh, we now have a gallery page from our road trip down to CPAC 2022 in Orlando, and we have just put up an archives page where you can just simply click a link and you can listen to our podcast, some of our past episodes, and more will be coming in the future. So check us out. Anyway, today, folks, you know, we all know what the big story is. Uh, it's day 15 of Putin's war in the Ukraine. We have over 2 million refugees who are fleeing the country heading mostly to Poland, but also there are some going to Romania and other NATO-aligned countries. Uh, it's a mess, uh, What's even, and it's even getting to be a bigger mess when we're, we send the United States, our Vice President, Kamala Heals Up Harris, to Poland to try to solve the crisis and work with our Polish allies. That, too, turned into a train wreck. Biden was at home back at the White House, and I'm sure he's going to be heading up to uh, his place in Delaware, probably for the weekend, in spite of the fact that, hey, you need to stay put and get this thing done as far as doing your J-O-B. Anyway, that, so I have a feeling today is going to deteriorate into what I call in black and rant. Because uh, I've gotten some really upset at some things that just really came across the uh, that came across my news wires and that I've been looking into today. Now, of course, we start with the Ukraine, and apparently Joe Biden, the vegetable in chief, is still blaming Putin and the Russians for the huge hike in prices. Well, excuse me, uh, no, I'm sorry. This just doesn't quite work because as of today, the news is out, inflation rose at 7.9% over the past year. 7.9% and it's not slowing down. Now keep in mind, February 24th, was the day that Putin started this mess. And I don't think you can really uh, blame Putin for this. I mean, four days before the end of the month of February? Uh, no, I'm sorry. And I'm just reading this story, and it just is a mind blower, that since the 24, February 24th invasion, average price, average gas prices nationally have jumped about 62 cents, 62 cents a gallon to $4.32, according to the Associated Press and AAA. 
62 cents in, oh, I don't know, less than two weeks. That's pretty nuts. So yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but we already were having problems with soaring gas prices, food prices. I mean, everything. I mean, everything is up. Food is up. That is, if you can find, uh, find it in your local grocery store, gas is up. I mean, even here in North Florida, the average price of a gallon of regular unleaded, at least in this part of Florida, is almost as much, if not more, than the national average. And for the state of Florida, that's insane. That is obscene. Now, of course, in California, who probably are a little bit more used to this, I mean, there are places that are still 6 and $7 a gallon for unleaded. This is, oh, I don't even want to get into what I'm thinking right now. So, yeah, this whole notion, and, I'm, and even Peppermint Patty, Jen Psaki, is getting into it. It's like, oh, yes, you might have noticed uh, gas prices up. It's like, well, yeah. Sorry, honey, We where have you been? And, of course, you know, towing the line of, oh, well, it's Putin's fault for these gas, for this increase in gas prices. Yeah, okay. Could somebody please, please get her off the stage? Because Saki, Biden, his whole administration, uh, they believe that the American people are idiots and that they will believe anything they are told by them or their allies in the mainstream corporate media. No, we, we got it. We know it's you. We totally know it's you, uh, Joe Biden, that is the cause of this because we've had these problems long before Vladimir Putin decided to invade the Ukraine. So, yeah. Uh, no. Sorry. And even had the unmitigated gall to say that, and I'm paraphrasing a bit here, that yes, gas prices are going to go up, but we can't do much about that right now. And I went, why? Are you kidding? I mean, if I didn't see the dang footage, I never would have believed it. I mean, yes, this is the guy that so many people wanted, especially the woke evangelical crowd who thought Biden was so moral and he didn't, he doesn't make mean tweets. Uh, yeah, I'll bet you right now, if you were honest, you would take the mean tweets if you could get $2 a gallon gasoline like it was. We've had energy independence. We've had a taste of it. We know it's possible. But because we have people who are so sanctimonious and self-righteous and just basically knuckleheads who think their version of morality is worth something because it's not, because and I've told this to woke evangelicals before, and I'm going to tell you again. God has his own agenda. 
Now, if you can't wrap your brain around that very simple truth, then anything else I tell you would just fall like a lead brick on very deaf ears. Because God Almighty has his own agenda, that only leaves you two options. You can either A, get over yourself, ditch your ego, and get in sync with it, or you can continue to double down, triple down, whatever, and be stubborn, and get run over by it like a freight train. And that is not a pretty picture. So, the, the choice is always yours, but frankly, I choose the former. Because as someone whose faith is very important and very critical uh, to my continued survival, uh, I'm not going to let a bunch of knuckleheads screw it up for the rest of us. And I'm being polite because I could be really salty right now, but I'm not really in the mood. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a little nuts. Uh, let's see, as I'm looking through here. Oh, yes. Today, as if the COVID crazies just don't seem to want to admit to the fact that their faith in mass mandates was severely misplaced and severely misguided. Today, the Transportation Security Administration, or the TSA, has stated that it's going to extend its rules mandating masks be worn on planes, commercial aircraft, buses, trains, and in transit hubs. Are you kidding me? I don't get this. We've already had plenty of independent studies that have shown the efficacy of masks is, well, masks are, well, no, they don't do the job. Even if you have an N95, not a KN95 like they tried to push on Congress, which are made in China and considered dangerous even by our own government, you know, but even an N95 mask does have limitations. It's not worth it. I mean, haven't you seen the trend? The CDC has changing its mind. We've got blue state governors and blue city mayors. They're, they're ditching a lot of this. Uh, you have states like Virginia, which pretty much told every school district that wanted to defy Governor Youngkin's mask optional mandate he said okay so now they're gone due to it being made a law an actual statutory law passed by both houses of the legislature and signed by the governor so uh for all the goofy school districts in in the commonwealth of virginia that wanted to just say well we're gonna just we're just going to just defy you because we don't like you. Well, it's pretty much it's game over. And if you want to continue this, get ready for visits and phone calls from the Attorney General's office. And I can assure you, Jason Mayaris, the Attorney General of Virginia, he don't play. 
He just doesn't play, and he's really sick of it. Even our own governor here in the beautiful sunshine state of Florida, he's sick of the COVID theater. And even and the local press throughout Florida, the regional press, well, they're just like, well, you know, and parents, some parents, they're all upset. It's like, he has no right to do this. It's a, I'm at that point where it's just like, sit down, have a cookie and shut up. The masks don't work. If you want to wear them, fine. But this whole COVID theater that's done by Democrats and other such people just annoys me now. It, it annoys me. I was never into masks, never thought they were particularly effective, and all the research that's been done by independent studies and even the CDC has proven me right. So I feel a little vindicated. And being here in Florida, oh, excuse me, the only time I've ever had to wear a mask was in a doctor's office and frankly, not even all medical facilities or clinics are really into it anymore. And I just go, you got to be kidding me. You still want me to wear these dang things that don't even work? I mean, I'll put it around my neck, but it's like I'm not putting it over my face. I'm sorry, but if you want to be mad about that, fine. You can threaten me. You can do whatever. But I'm sorry. I am not going to pander to other people's paranoia. Now, uh, along that very same line, I'm thinking to myself, reading this article, um, wow, that just is crazy. Even the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, said last week that the CDC must study the science around virus transmission, but also the epidemiology and the frequency that we may encounter a variant or con of concern or a variant of interest in our travel corridors. In other words, they are looking for an excuse. They're looking for an excuse. And the COVID crazies, like the great Dr. Fauci, who is apparently MIA, there's nobody talking to him. He's not appearing on every single network out there. And it just makes me wonder, I mean, the great lord of all science, Dr. Fauci, has gone MIA? I mean, my goodness, that man has never met a camera he didn't like. Seriously. And, and so now he's, you know, he's done, essentially. And yet, I don't know why the TSA has extended this. They were supposed to be getting rid of it on March 18th, but what's the difference between March 18th and April 18th? What's so magic about that particular 30-day period? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, even the West Coast, the very left coast, California, Washington, Oregon, even they are getting rid of mass mandates for indoors and whatnot. So yeah, if these blue states and blue cities can figure this out, why can't the TSA? We've, they've even had 
the CEOs of two major airlines of Southwest and American Airlines testified before Congress saying that masks in an airplane really don't help because the air in an airplane is recirculated. So yeah, they've taken precautions along that line, but still, now for some who are concerned, yes, you know, oh, keep the mandates, keep the mandates. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, I can understand why some people would be concerned. You know, if they have kids, that they're young and they are immune compromised, you know, okay, fine. You know, put a mask on the kid and yourself. But don't expect everybody else to feel the same way. That is arrogance. That is total arrogance. So, I mean, I don't like wearing masks, and that's one of the reasons why I came to Florida. I wanted my freedom. And I also am immune com immunocompromised. I've had a heart attack. I've had uh, a couple of strokes. I do have high risk factors for it. And in two years, I never really caught a major COVID symptom. That's not to say that you know, I have the superior immune system. No, 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 no. I give all the credit to God for that, to have protected me. Now, I, did, I was sick recently, a few weeks ago, but I didn't have any of the really bad COVID symptoms. It could have been Omicron, but I never got myself tested. But whatever it was, if it was just simply a chest cold or whatever, I survived it. I survived it by the grace of God. And I'm totally cool with that. So I don't pander to other people's paranoia. And some people say, well, you're just horrible and you're mean. And it's like, well, fine, get it out of your system. But my decision still stands. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to get over it. And take precautions yourself, but I don't, I will not bend to your fear. And I know that gets people all upset, at least some anyway. But this is what Dr. Robert Malone had talked about recently this mass formation psychosis thing, where so people, so many people, and it's less and less all the time, but there are some who are still susceptible to fear and they live in fear. I don't do that. And believe me, I have plenty of reason to. But I won't. I just refuse to. If I'm going to get it, and if I die from it, the choice is mine. Okay? The choice is absolutely 100% my own. So, you know, some people can't deal with that. But, well, I just don't know what to do as far as that one goes but yeah i mean thank goodness i'm not planning to be flying a plane until june but if they don't get rid of this nonsense by then in a sad and pathetic attempt 
for people like Fauci and the CDC and others who push this fear porn on all of us, their egos don't want to admit to the very distinct possibility and, frankly, likelihood that they were wrong. They were just wrong. And, yeah, okay. I mean, so we're going to be subjected to this because of the ego of others. I mean, it's narcissism. Well, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. It's like, well, I hate to break this to you, but A, you're human. B, you're not God. God is never wrong. Now, if you want to try to take his place, you certainly can try, but I wouldn't recommend it. I truly wouldn't because you would get a very, very, very nasty surprise. And I'll just simply leave it at that. But one other thing that... <laughs> oh, my goodness. One of the, the last thing I want to leave with today is just a mind blower. Now, this is from Just the News, uh, John Solomon's website. And John is a great investigative reporter. Of not biased, a man who calls balls and strikes and plays it right down the middle. But they've had on their website a bombshell report. I mean, bombshell. I'll even read the headline. Ballot bombshells. 20 episodes exposing fraud, illegalities, and irregularities in the 2020 election. Now, for those of you who are completely clueless or you just want to say oh well let's get paid we got to go beyond this we got to go beyond this and this is democrats and republicans any republican who says that i guarantee you will probably get booed and they will lose their primary if they are you know if they have an opponent so with this in mind and the subheading of the article from Just the News, and I'm going to be putting it on the website in blackandright.net. Illegal rule changes, ballot harvesting, Iranian voter hack are among the many now confirmed serious irregularities putting the lie to the perfect election narrative. Now, if you're listening to the mainstream media, not a good idea because we've heard it. For over a year that, oh, the 2020 election, it was so, it was perfect, it was secure. You know, anybody who's saying that it wasn't, they're conspiracy theorists. I said, really? Conspiracy theorists? Well, obviously, you haven't been paying attention to what happened in Arizona, what's going on in Wisconsin, and in Pennsylvania, and now in Georgia. The key states the swing states that went for Biden after Trump was ahead by several thousand votes. Now, this is, and I want to read a part of this. I mean, you can read the, when I get it posted, you can read the entire article. But this was uh, updated today, March the 10th. Now, the first, uh, the first paragraph you know, of the story 
After the 2020 election ended with Joe Biden being declared the winner, the Federal Cybersecurity Agency declared it was a perfectly secure vote. Months later, federal prosecutors admitted two Iranian nationals hacked into a state's database and stole the identities of 100,000 voters in an effort to influence the election. Oops! I'm sorry, the vote was perfectly secure? And you've got federal prosecutors admitting Iranian nationals are hacked into a state's database? Uh, strike one. Now, next are, the next paragraph here. Likewise, Wisconsin Governor Democrat Tony Evers declared it was quote-unquote outrageous to think his state's 2020 election needed to be investigated. Now, two separate courts have concluded that state election regulators illegally changed rules allowing tens of thousands to cast ballots in an unlawful manner. Again, oops, sorry. Let, and uh, how secure was that supposed to be? I mean, they're even talking about possibly decertifying electors in Wisconsin and also in Arizona. But one more. Georgia. Georgia's elections chief similarly expressed confidence to this day in his state declaration that Joe Biden won in 2020. Now that comes under the, under the auspices of the Secretary of State Raffensperger, who is being primaried by Congressman Jody Heiss. This man is a mess. But now, this election official, but he now admits the state's largest county ran a vote counting operation so dysfunctional that the state may take over the county. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. That, and that's Fulton County, which is Atlanta. Now, he has also launched a probe into potential illegal harvesting of ballots that he says may result in prosecutions. That's the state of Georgia. Now, if you're paying attention to this, you saw the, you saw the video of all those ballots that were under a table in a suitcase when the place got cleared out because of a false plumbing emergency, a false flood. And anybody who saw that and says, oh, that's okay. No, it's not. You're a liar. And you're blind as a bat. And frankly, if you're going to say that, uh, no, I can't trust you. No way. And nobody should. And if you are okay with this, I mean, if you were a part of this. I mean, this is why I'm going to be really interested to see Dinesh D'Souza's new documentary called 2000 Mules. The stuff he's come up with is just wild. I mean, we're talking video evidence, photographic evidence, tracing people's cell phones. He was able to get that information. I'm like, man, how did he? I don't know how he did it, but mercy. So if you're thinking that, oh, we need to get beyond the 2020 election, think again, because you are sadly mistaken. Because if we don't get 2020 right 
and we don't fix what happened in a lot of these states, the midterms in November and 2024 are going to be a mess and you're going to see stolen election 2.0. Stop, you know, stopping the steal 2.0. That's what you're going to be basically up against. And I'm going to be putting this on the website because some of y'all need to read the whole story because there are more things about this than the mainstream corporate media will ever tell you. They will never tell you this stuff. It, it needs people like John Solomon and other independent journalists to come up with this stuff, like the Epic Times. So yeah, I, I'm thinking, whoa, this definitely, I'm definitely going to be tracking this one. And there's still things going on. As a matter of fact, just a few days ago, uh, last Friday, I believe, or, or it was in the last few days, and I'm sorry, I, I don't have the exact date, but the state of Arizona, the Arizona legislature, in an emergency quote-unquote session, passed a bill that essentially took the whole precinct committeeman process and killed it. And this was after five, five days previous, President Trump endorsed the precinct strategy uh, concept. And the McCainiacs, the rhinos in Arizona, decided to kill it in the middle of the night with the signature of Lucy Ducey, the governor. So, and now that the word got out, people in Arizona got all kinds of ticked off. And, I'll t and a lot of these folks, these Republicans, didn't even read the freaking bill. That's how bad it was and why it passed under cover of darkness and was signed. Now, I don't, as of today, March 10th, I don't know if they've repealed this, but there is very loud, very shrill screaming that this needs to be repealed and it needs to go through the Arizona legislature and to stop these yahoos who put it out in the first place. My goodness, people. Even Republicans are trying to mess this up. And especially when you're talking a state like Arizona, they've got to be loyal McCain types. Rhinos who hate Trump, didn't like Trump, and did whatever they possibly could to throw a monkey wrench in the election. So, well, you're just going to have to deal with that. So I'm sorry, Arizona, because I used to live there in Arizona. I love Phoenix. Can't wait to go back. But this is unacceptable. And even though Ducey's going to be term limited out and he's not going to be running for the Senate, it's like still, you hold him to account until the day that man leaves office. So there you go, Arizona. There's, your, there's a point of action for you. Call your legislator, Republican or Democrat, and tell them to get this thing fixed. Period. Oh, mercy. So anyway, my friends, I'm just going to call it a day today. So forgive uh, that in black and right in turned into in black and rant, but... There's a lot of things going on out there that you don't know. 
and I'm going to try my ever-loving best to make sure you know. So with that in mind, my friends, take care of yourselves. Stand by tomorrow for WTF Friday. Have yourself a great night. Take care of yourselves, and God bless you.